In the 1980s and 90s, we used to see at least a few nighthawks and often hundreds or thousands almost every pleasant late August afternoon and evening, migration peaking on one or two huge days. I sometimes counted thousands in a single hour from my yard, but I'm afraid for me the huge movements were like August's wild blueberries, abundant and there to enjoy, not to count. Migrating nighthawks are also as silent as blueberries, so few people seemed to notice them passing over. I wrote about their Duluth migration in 1988. It's like an exotic secret right out in the open, yet known only to a select few. Unfortunately, none of us kept close track of the dates nor the time we started or ended counting them, except on August 26, 1990, when during one big flight, Mike Hendrickson, Kim Eckert, and Dudley Edmondson went up to the Lakewood pumping station and in two and a half hours counted an amazing 43,690. The only reason they went to the pump house in the first place was that they saw so many passing through. The flight began an hour or two before their count even began, so that big number was a significant undercount of that day's flight. It's improbable that that one night just happened to be the night of the biggest Nighthawk migration ever over Duluth. It was simply the biggest flight anyone counted. Many of us talked about how we wished someone had been counting so completely on many other nights we remembered. No one did systematic counts of fall nighthawks here until 2008. Meanwhile, the Breeding Bird Survey showed a steep decline in nighthawk numbers between the survey's start in 1966 and 2015. The nighthawk is listed as threatened in Canada, where a decline of about 50% has been noted over the past three generations. One researcher surveyed nighthawks in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan in the summer of 1971. When he repeated the survey in 1990, he found a 42% decrease. In the United States, the species is considered critically imperiled or imperiled in Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Delaware. Why are nighthawks in so much trouble? Most DDT use in the United States ended in 1972, but the insect apocalypse that began with this insidious pesticide continues, and insecticides continue to be the method of choice for dealing with insect problems. Aerial spraying of Bacillus thuringiensis for gypsy moths and spruce budworm in my own area is still happening every year, and the people touting its applications keep assuring us that it doesn't harm people, pets, mammals, or birds, while neglecting to mention that Bt is lethal to all lepidopteran larvae, killing monarch and other butterfly and moth caterpillars. Moths are an important element of the nighthawk menu, which is 100% flying insects. Tragically, all those decades of spraying haven't had any real impact on the pests it's ostensibly controlling. 
The vast reduction in insect prey is not the only problem facing nighthawks. In many areas, their nesting on flat roofs has become a serious problem for at least two different reasons. Urban gull and crow populations have been soaring since the 1980s here in Duluth and elsewhere. Once these egg predators figure out the roof-nesting habits of nighthawks, who have absolutely no defenses, predation on eggs and chicks becomes too overwhelming for the birds to sustain. Meanwhile, rooftop design has been changing. Most flat roofs had once been covered with tar paper held in place by rocks, which provided excellent nesting habitat for nighthawks, terns, and a few other ground nesters. But now, many rooftops are clad in rubberized asphalt, which these cryptically colored birds cannot hide against. And asphalt gets so hot that rehabbers and banders have documented nighthawks with blistered feet. Obviously, this type of roof can get too hot for eggs or chicks to survive. One main researcher found that gravel pads set in the corners of rubberized roofs can provide suitable nesting sites. But tragically, if nighthawk chicks wander off the gravel pad onto a roof that gets excessively hot, they may burn their feet. And meanwhile, crows have learned to recognize the gravel pads as places where they can pick up nighthawk eggs or chicks. So nighthawks have definitely declined grievously in the decades since I started birding, but there is some very hopeful evidence that their numbers have stabilized, which I'll talk about next time. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds. Beep. Beep.